There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good. It's Thursday morning, too. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo Sling Game Plus, iHeartRadio. It's Gil Alexander and Jeff Parlay. Producer number five and eight here on a numbers game. Does a show on the weekend called uh, Bet Center. This is buddy Ben Wilson as uh, Jeff Parles. How you doing, Jeffrey? Good morning, sir. You good? Anything happening today? Oh, 61. Count them. No, seriously, let's count them. 61 college basketball games across, by the way, I should have done the math on this. I want to say it's, I'm going to guess 15. Don't hold me that. Conferences. Uh, But 61 basketball games nonetheless. And uh, I'll get you that exact number right now. How about that, Jeff? It's across one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I believe it's 18 conferences. Greg Peterson will join us momentarily. We will talk nothing but Greg's picks of the day. How about that? Maybe I'll ask him one question at the top about bubble teams, but that's it. Then just Greg's thoughts on the games, which start, Jeff, in less than 90 minutes. Less than, no, pardon me, less than an hour, I believe. One game in less than an hour, one game in less than 90 minutes, then a bunch of games uh, two hours from now, and then it's just an onslaught. The onslaught. You prefer today is the best day of college basketball of the year or tomorrow when it's more, more so top competition against each other? There's more games today. Yes. So there's more betting, quote-unquote betting opportunities, even though after yesterday, who knows at this point. <laughs> uh, but uh, Opportunities. But, but uh, tomorrow is great yeah. because you have – the Pac-12 semis, the Big 12 semis, the Big East semis, 
and all the good teams in the SEC and the Big Ten finally get in action. So uh, I say it's comparable. Today's a lot of fun, though, because of just how early this thing starts. Uh, 18 conferences in play, 61 games. That's the official word. Okay, so uh, we'll talk to Greg Peterson about that. Will Hill will join us as well, talk NBA. Uh, ben Simmons is going to be on the bench tonight in, uh, in old Philly, huh? Great. Chilling on the bench. Not going to play, but he'll be there. That should be fun. What, what could go wrong in Philly? Bill Krakenberger next hour, though, unscripted with a crack man, as we always do on Thursdays. Uh, first, though, as is sort of been the case each and every day here on the show this week, football, because another quarterback is on the move. So on the heels of Aaron Rodgers sticking with the Packers, Russell Wilson getting traded to the Denver Broncos, and uh, the Deshaun Watson thing moving along tomorrow. And by the way, let me just say this about Deshaun Watson. We'll know more about his criminal charges here over the course of the next week, not about the civil charges. I am not an attorney, Jeff, Jeff Parles. This just in. I'm not an attorney. But at least we'll find out about the criminal charges, and then the NFL can sort of move in whatever direction from there. Bottom line is we don't know if we're going to be able to advance the Deshaun Watson story or not. But hopefully we can, from a football perspective, from a betting perspective, in the next week. And conflicting reports yesterday, Sean King on the network saying, hey, he was saying, Deshaun Watson, if, if, you know, if this will move on, then, the, then it'll be only a matter of time before the Steelers sign him. And then quickly the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette saying there's no truth to that whatsoever. So read into that what you will. But obviously the news yesterday, Carson Wentz going, <laughs> going to Washington. And by the way, on primetime action, I can't tell you how many times I muttered under my breath on air, Watch, Washington's going to end up with Carson Wentz. And he does. Carson Wentz and a second-round pick. You basically have a swap of second-rounders. And Carson Wentz goes to Washington for that swap of second-rounders and two third-round picks, one this year and one next year. That one next year could become a second if Carson plays 70% of the Washington Commanders. That's going to be tough for me to get with. If he plays part of Washington, 70% of Washington's plays. Now, Jeff, let me just say this right here, and I'll speak on behalf of all Washington fans, uh, the team I grew up rooting for. Oh, boy. Dear God. Dear God. This is the worst nightmare. This is really, listen, let's be fair about Carson Wentz. He had a stretch in the middle of last season for a, for a good, but actually more than half the season where he was pretty good. Problem is, uh, last, well, you could really parse it out in several ways. The last eight games, he only threw 10 touchdown passes. And, of course, what people remember are those last two games where he was just crapola. And really, and I think Mr. Ursay believes this as well, cost his team a playoff berth and really a shot at going deep into the playoffs. Because this team was stacked with Jonathan Taylor, with Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard anchoring that defense. That's a good football team. And Carson Wentz came up super small in the biggest moments. So from an Indianapolis perspective, and I thought it would be tough to, for this breakup to happen because he and Frank Reich, just the bond between those guys went beyond the football field. But apparently it came from above. We're like, you got to get rid of this guy. And maybe Frank Reich was on board with it. Maybe he wasn't. But give, give Chris Ballard GM of the year for striking this deal because the Colts – we're going to cut this dude, and he managed to find a suitor, the desperate Washington football team, who struck out on Russell Wilson, gave it a run, 
had no shot at going after Deshaun Watson because they themselves are being investigated by Congress, no less, for sexual misconduct at the top of their organization. So they had no chance of going after Deshaun Watson. So they, so they end up with Carson Wentz. I don't care what they say. I'm going to use the word settle. And they, they trade for him, and they trade a pretty good little package for him. Uh, if you think a third, if two-thirds, and perhaps a third and a second when all is said and done, goes to the Colts. The Colts, Jeff, were going to cut Carson Wentz. That's the one thing. So they get him off. By the way, Washington's paying his entire $28.2 million salary. So the Colts have the most salary cap room now in the National Football League. Good on the Colts. Washington, you're a joke organization. Like when I, This was at the end of the tennis podcast yesterday. I did it with Drew Dinsick and Dan Weston. We had a ball doing the Indian Wells podcast yesterday. And right towards the end, that red, that red stripe comes across. The red crawl comes across the screen on ESPN. And I stopped the podcast in the middle. I go, oh, my God, Drew. Because Dan's from, from England, right? So I said, oh, my God, Drew. Washington just traded <laughs> traded for Carson Wentz and he's uh and so I tried to explain to Dan I'm like Dan picture like a like a soccer player who was once great and then had an injury and then is a shell of his former self and then like your favorite team trades a package for him and he's like oh I can relate to that by the way if you know if you're not feeling my my just absolute despair from a Washington perspective. How about the betting market? This is hilarious. The commanders with the acquisition of Carson Wentz go from a four to one shot to win the division to a five to one shot. From twenty to one to twenty-five to one as a conference winner, and oh forty to one to fifty-one as a Super Bowl winner. So they go the, the wrong direction. There's no truth serum like a betting market. And here's the even more hilarious part. How about the Colts? With just subtraction, remember they haven't replaced Carson Wentz. There is no replacement. They didn't pick up anybody. They go from plus 140 to plus 135 to win the division, 16 to 1 to 14 to 1 to win the conference, and 30 to 1 to 25 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. My God, if that doesn't tell you, I don't know what does. Thank you, DraftKings, for those hilarious numbers. So not only are, were they going to cut him, not only did they get rid of his whole contract, because Washington's paying for all that, but here's, here's probably the biggest thing, and Jeff, I'll throw it to you for your, for your thoughts here, but if Carson Wentz has one more subpar season, he'll never be a starter in the NFL again. So Washington traded for a dude in that situation. Stop, I mean, stop he, me, because I can be, go forever. He becomes Mark Sanchez, basically, if he has a bad year. That's essentially what he becomes. By the way, uh, uh, an update to this trade that just happened. Washington's getting an extra seventh-round pick, Gil. Yes. There we go. Oh, I changed my mind on there everything. We go. It's a successful deal now. Here, here's – I want to look at this from the Indianapolis perspective real quick. because star. Because the, the Washington perspective is this is as bad as it gets. You're getting a guy who's terrible on a team that really – if you got even a half-decent quarterback, could have a real shot – to at a bare minimum compete in the NFC East and push Dallas and Philadelphia. Now they're more likely to be behind the Giants than they are to win the division. The Colts, though, Gil, they have all this cap room. Yes, yes. But there isn't a quarterback in free agency to go after. So it's a little bit of a complicated offseason now for Indianapolis where you're going to have to trade for a guy. Is it Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you call Minnesota and try to trade for Kirk Cousins? 
You know they're not going to trade for Deshaun Watson because it's in the division, and Houston wouldn't want to do it, and I don't think Indy would want to deal with the headache anyway. But it feels Jimmy G-ish. I, I that feels like it's got to be Garoppolo, doesn't it? Well, because Garoppolo, listen, Garoppolo did very well with a great team surrounding him. He really he won. The, listen, he came up big in big moments. You cannot take that away from Jimmy G. This almost past won the year. Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, before that, he almost won the Super Bowl. I'm talking about this last year. He played. He played great in big moments. Yes, I know there was a bad pick or two, too. But he he might be their guy. He might be just enough for them. Like a team like Washington, they're not a Carson Wentz or a Jimmy G. Just use the Jimmy G example. They're not a Jimmy G away from getting over the top. But the Colts have the pieces in place. Let me just say this one last thing from a Washington perspective. Because all we did was talk late yesterday about this. Jeff, I would have rather had Marcus Mariota. I'm not lying about this. I would have rather had Mitch Trubisky. I'm still not lying. And you ready for this one? I would have rather had Taylor Heineke, which I think is the most damning thing of all of it. I don't disagree with any. And, I, I don't disagree with you at all, actually. And you know what I'd rather have? Them use a second-round pick to take Desmond Ritter and have themselves a massive quarterback competition. Because this ain't the dude. No, it's not. Look no, at the, look at those betting odds. Anyway, college basketball next because I could go for eight segments on that. We don't want to do that. 61 games, 18 conferences. Let's do this. Greg Peterson next. Uh, by the way, that promo is getting all kinds of attention from all kinds of people. People love it. Masterpiece by Brian Rogers. Whereas Greg called it himself, a Mona Lisa. A promo for Greg. Greg is next. All his thoughts. College hoops, Nirvana on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from The Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I like doing the promos when I'm on camera, Joe. I can really be sincere about it when I stare deeply and gaze deeply into the camera. Uh, so we were just saying off air, you were, you were saying to me, you're like, oh, well, Taylor Heineke plus, you know, the picks that you would have still had is, is definitely better than, than Carson was. And I, I said to you, I added, well, I think we can all agree Taylor Heineke plus the picks and not paying the $28.2 million is clearly unassailably better, right? It's not even a debate. Oh, it's not God. even a, Again, it's just bad franchises make bad moves, and that's exactly what Washington did here. I want to get to Greg, so I just want to re- read one tweet from Rolando Sperando. I like that. Instead of commanders, it should be the Washington surrenders with that wins move. <laughs> Rimshot. Nice job, Orlando Sperando. Greg Peterson, ladies and gentlemen, uh, at GUnit underscore 81, the, uh, the host of the Greg Peterson experience here on the network. It is his time of year. How you doing, Greg? 
I'm doing great. And that was a really good tweet right there. That is a plus work. I'm calling them the surrenders. (laughs) Uh, I refuse to call them their current name. All right, Greg, uh, I want to get to all your thoughts today. One question about yesterday, though, before we move on, which is about a couple bubble teams, one in the ACC wake gets beat by Boston college in overtime, a team they had beaten by 30 uh, earlier. And uh, well, let's start with them. Where do you stand on wake? You think they're in or out? I think as of right now they're in, but at the same time, we need to see how these AC, how these other tournaments wind up playing out. Because if we wind up seeing a couple bid thieves in these other tournaments, if we wind up seeing something like the Atlantic 10 go completely haywire, then I think that they are going to be out of the fold. Now I do this doing absolutely no bracketology whatsoever at this point. So this is just an educated guess. I think that they should be in. I mean, they've had a relatively solid season, but boy, that was a bad look that they wound up having yesterday. Yeah, because people have some bubble props, some yes, no's. Jeff, you wanted to say something? Oh, I think they should be out. You think they should be out? I'm okay with knocking all these mediocre ACC teams out at this point. All right, well, you know where I'm going with the second and final one here. Uh, Xavier, they lose to Butler yesterday, uh, 89-82, to and they do so in the most... I mean, I guess part of it's, I was going to say gut-wrenching, I'll say heart-wrenching. Because, you know, look, again, this is way back when. Georgetown lost a NCAA championship game well before you were born, Greg, in 1982 against the Michael Jordan, Sam Perkins, and James Worthy, North Carolina Tar Heels. When a guard by the name of Freddie Brown with Georgetown down one threw the ball to James Worthy with mere seconds left in the game. He just saw a flash and he threw it right to Worthy. And John Thompson had to hug him. So it's like there's moments like this in the history of college basketball. Chris Weber calling the timeout in 93 that Carolina didn't have. This is sort of the bubble version of this. This is Paul, this kid, Paul Scruggs, he, he fouls Butler after he misses two free throws. I guess he didn't know they were only up two as opposed to three, and he fouls them. Butler, of course, gets the two free throws. By the way, Xavier almost had a turnover right before the end of regulation. Anyway, you know what happens. They lose in overtime. Where do you stand on Xavier? They should be out. This team has lost eight out of their last 10 games. This team has been terrible for the last month. I mean, Travis Steele has done his worst work in February and March for three years now, and it's ringing through once again. This is a Xavier team that they deserve to be done in. Not only did you wind up having the Paul Scruggs play, Xavier went 13 of 29 at the free throw line in this game. Yeah. You deserve to be out if you go 13 of 29 at the free throw line in a game that you need to have to get into the NCAA tournament. Greg, if I put you at the free throw line right now, 29 free throws, how many are you hitting? I'm in at least 14 of them. Yeah. I was a career right around 65 to 70% free throw shooter when I was in the seventh grade. Okay, well, that proves it. That Xavier's out just on that alone. All right, uh, we're, we're going to get to your favorite picks, but let me do it because these games start so early. Let's start with the earliest chronologically. Just get your thoughts, even if you don't have a play on them. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, so we're talking 40 minutes from now, we're in the MAC, Central Michigan and Toledo, with Toledo a, uh, a large favorite in this one. Any thoughts here? 17 is the number. 17 is the max I'm willing to lay with Toledo, but I'm willing to lay 17 with Toledo. Once you wind up getting up to 17 and a half, if you wind up getting up to 18, if late team winds coming in, then it's gotten up a little bit too lofty. But this is a Toledo team that has been a rocket on offense, figuratively and literally. They rank at the top 15 in all of college basketball. Their guards point scored on a per possession basis. 
each of your top five scores, by the way, all give you at least five rebounds per game. Ryan Rollins, 19 and a half points per contest. JTU Shulmate is someone that stands right around six foot six, shoots over 50% from three. And you got a Central Michigan team that to go up against this offense, they rank in the bottom 25 with regards to points allowed on a per possession basis. It's a Central Michigan team that they themselves do shoot right in the neighborhood of about 35, 36% from three per inch. Halfway decent there. And I think that it's going to be really interesting to see what you wind up getting here. And with regards to a total, I want to say mine more around a 147. We've seen this come down a little bit more probably because you do wind up having such an early game. But with that said, I do think that anything below 147 is a take on the over. And 17, it's a max. I'm willing to lay, but I'm willing to lay 17. All right, a little over an hour from now, we go to the Big Ten. I guess they're calling it round two of the Big Ten tournament. All these brackets are funky. Indiana against Michigan. The return of Juwan Howard, if I'm not mistaken, Greg. Very exciting. Uh, Michigan, minus three, total 136.5. I mean, my line, Michigan laying four, so I'm willing to lay it here. When it comes to Michigan, they look much better in recent games, and what I think is big for them is the fact that now you're going to be able to do a solid job with Devontae Jones being able to facilitate the offense. Right around 10.5 points, 4.5 boards, 4.5 assists. Guy that shoots 40% from three. They were hoping that he'd be the Mike Smith of last year, and he's been able to come through. And with Indiana, I do like what you're able to get out of Trace Jackson Davis. Two and a half blocks, right around 16 points, eight boards. Ray Thompson chips in their seven boards per game as well. But boy, this is an Indiana team that they just have absolutely no backcourt whatsoever. Xavier Johnson has been able to shoot. In the mid-30s from three-point range, 11 points per contest. But fast some these guys like Parker Stewart and company have not come through and been able to help out. By the way, in the over 20-year existence of the Big Ten tournament, Indiana, even though the tournament is played out there in this state darn near every year, they have never won the Big Ten tournament. And I think that that's going to ring true here. Wound up making Michigan a four-point favorite. One late. I also wound up saying my total at 136 as well. All right, and then at the end of this show, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Again, this is just for folks who want action early in the morning because this is that day with 61 games. You have four games uh, across the uh, the ACC, the Atlantic 10, the Big East, and the SEC. Uh, Syracuse and the apparent tough guy, Buddy Beheim out of this one for Syracuse. Uh, so nobody Beheim as he gets suspended a game. Syracuse against Duke, and that makes Duke uh, more than a two-touchdown favorite. By the way, how about Jim Beheim, father of the year, not taking any, you know, guff from anybody in the in the post-game press conference. I didn't see anything. I didn't see Buddy. Yeah, okay, all right, Jim. Uh, so Duke's a big favorite. Any of those four games that you want to comment on as, as the one that's the most bettable to you? I think that the one that's most bettable is actually the under in this Syracuse versus Duke game because this is a Syracuse team that to start out with, they were utilizing a five-man rotation. Jesse Edwards was already out of the fold. Now you've got Buddy Bayheim, your top scorer out of the fold. So a team that was utilizing a five-man rotation, now they're pretty much down to a three-man rotation. So hello, Frank Anselm, a guy that wound up having 15 rebounds in the game against Florida State. Yesterday, he's now going to be seeing significant minutes. Samir Torrance, a guy that's averaging right around two and a half points per contest. They're going to be utilizing him for a lot of minutes. I think that this is a Syracuse team that they're going to have a very tough time scoring against this Duke team. And you also note that this has seen a massive line move on it. This opens up right around 11 and a half to 12 ish. And that would be a relatively fair price if Buddy Bayheim would be out of the fold. I made Buddy Bayheim worth three and a half points to the line. I want to make him this 15 and a half personally. So 
even though you've seen this large move at 15, I still think that there's value here with Duke because when you wind up losing a 19-point-per-game score on a team that was already utilizing pretty much a four-man rotation, that's just a brutal, brutal way to go about it. I'm looking at Duke and really nothing else here. Parlay? Greg, quickly uh, here. We got a, a little under a minute. Uh, the noon Eastern game in, in Tampa for Florida and A&M. Florida's favored. Am I crazy for thinking the wrong team is favored here? I think that you are a little bit just because this is out there in the state of Florida as well. So they pretty much have pseudo home court in this game. And you've got a Texas A&M team that they turned the ball over 13 times for contest. I mean, I do like Henry Coleman and Tyree Stratford. Both guys give you right around 10 and a half points, five and a half boards per game. And it's a Florida team that when they're in their home state, they give up right around 15 points fewer per one hundred possessions basis rather than on the road. It's a Texas A&M team that I don't have faith being able to score. I'm looking at Florida. I made them a five point favorite. Jeff, let the record show that Greg Peterson called you, yes, a little crazy. Just want to point that out. Not alone on that. A little crazy. Uh, Greg, when we come back, we won't steer you. We just wanted to get the early games out of the way. Your best bets on a full 61-game slate of college basketball across 18 conferences. What a day. Greg Peterson coming back. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Wes Reynolds, Greg Hoops-Peterson, Mad Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel, and Tim Murray. They got insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today to get the betting guide plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th for only $19. That's at VEASAN.com slash madness. We get tweets at beating the book. Wayne Newman. Uh, best part of the G-Unit promo is his Anderson Hunt. He adds, who looks like the rapper Greg Nice um, from Nice and Smooth. Jersey. Salute. The guy is a dynamo. That was the best part of the promo, Greg. Uh, I mentioned that the other day. You in a Anderson Hunt throwback running around a tennis court while podcasting whose idea was that was that brian rogers genius that was brian's idea and then i made sure because i run 12 miles every day to pick out a jersey number 12 to go with it so yeah, I see. it was it was brian's idea i was the one that came up with the jersey though so Very i will nice. take credit for that yeah and people should know you do actually run 12 miles a day Yes, I do. I always show, share photos of my Fitbit log and everything like that. It is all very real. Oh, my God. I hope your knees are okay when you're my age. All right, Greg. <laughs> uh, full slate. It's all yours. Where you want to go first? I think it's going to be really interesting to see what we wind up getting out there in the Big 12 tournament. And when it comes to the West Virginia game, this is going to be 755-756. As long as you're seeing single digits, I'm willing to lay it here with Kansas. Kansas, I think, is going to be able to do a good job down low against a West Virginia team that they rank outside the top 250 with regards to rebounds on a just a rebound rate because with West Virginia, got one guy, Gabe Osaboan, who's been able to give you five and a half rebounds per game. Nobody else gives you more than five boards, and this is a Kansas team that last time they wound up playing, they went into Morgantown, won the game by double digits. They're going to be able to win this battle down low very easily because Jalen Wilson, couple with David McCormick, are able to do a very solid job. When it comes to it, it looks like this is a game, though, that it is moving big time. This is one that I 
think like an hour or so ago, it was like eight after nine. Now we are seeing it at double digits, which I do think is really intriguing. Got a West Virginia team that they do wind up having Tash Sherman, who's able to give you right in the neighborhood of about 18 points per contest. And with West Virginia, what is going to be able to keep them a little bit more live in this game is that they are a team that they wind up shooting out of conference 62% at the free line. Now they're shooting north of 75% at the free line ever since the beginning of Big 12 plays. So we have seen a massive line move on this one. This is a spot in which I want to blame the points personally with Kansas when it was right around eight and a half. Now that we're seeing at double digits, so it's just getting a little bit out of range with Kansas. So I do think that that one is pretty interesting to take a look at. Let me uh, let me just interject here because I don't usually do this. By the way, Dr. Bob hopefully will be on the show tomorrow. Couldn't do it today because 61 games, for goodness sake. Uh, but uh, and I'll just say this because I don't do it often. He has the exact same opinion as you do about Kansas. As long as it's single digits, he likes Kansas as well. So you two align there. 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific. What's next? Let's let's go with Vanderbilt versus Alabama. Alabama's a team that they have been up and down all season long, but I do think that this is where they're going to be able to play their best basketball. 751, 752 set Alabama as an eight and a half point favorite. Right now, I'm seeing it right around five and a half. And with Alabama, it's a team that they've actually shot significantly better in a road and neutral court environment rather than at home. At home, they're a team that they shoot about 28% from three-point range. In a road and neutral court environment, they shoot more around 35% from distance. It's an Alabama team that they rank in the top 25 with regards to points scored on a per-possession basis and in the top 15 when they are away from home. Vanderbilt wound up doing a solid job yesterday of being able to get the W, and they do have a seven-footer by the name of Leon Robbins. He winds up coming in from Minnesota, has been able to get the team right around two blocks per contest, but I think that Alabama should be able to get it done, and they should be able to get it done in a little bit more comfortable fashion than when they wound up playing against Vanderbilt a few weeks ago. That was a game which Alabama was up by like eight points with about three minutes left to go. Wound up being a two-point game, so Vanderbilt was able to get the cover in that one. I think Alabama in a tournament setting is going to be be very focused. I'm going to lay the points when it comes to Alabama out there in what is very strange to say Tampa, Florida for the SEC tournament. I'm going to uh, the big, let me just interject. I'm going to the big West tournament tonight. I'm going to the Riverside Hawaii game. Jeff, you want to come with me? No, no, no interest. No. Okay. All right. Greg, no, you know, uh, any thought on that game real quick, just so I have some personal action at that game. No, nothing. Riverside Hawaii is actually involving a pair of teams that rank outside the top three with regards to possessions per game. So, I mean, it's going to be shockingly a little bit slower. And when it comes to Hawaii, the big thing is that Noel Coleman has been dealing with an injury. Guy that's able to give you right around 15 points per contest. Guy that's really been able to bomb it from three. And Hawaii is a team that they actually rank in the top one arm with regards to points allowed on a per possession basis. Colin McRae is a guy that's able to give you 11 points, eight boards on the flip side for Riverside. And it's a spot in which I actually want to make Hawaii the favorite, even though they've been able with the injury to Coleman, you do have a pair of guys in Bernardo de Silva along Jerome de Sirius. They're able to combine for about 16 or they're able to combine for about 13 or so rebounds per contest. And when it comes to UC Riverside, you know, we shoot about 31% from three. They don't do a great job, but be able to take care of the ball. They don't necessarily force a lot of seals. It's been a Hawaii team that I've noticed that they've been much better away from the Island this year than in past years. And I think that they get the job done outright. I'd like Hawaii on the money line.
All right, guys, don't don't tell me I never invited you to big time sporting events before. Don't want to hear you ever accuse me of that. All right, back to your favorite. Hey, that's gonna be a fun one, actually. Dollar Loan Center, baby, brand new arena. It's, in, it's not in Las Vegas. It's in Henderson. It's in Henderson. It's big trip, Greg. Big trip. I gotta go on it. I live Henderson. actually right by it. Yeah. Well, I could swing by and pick you up. No, still not interested. No. I'm in. Uh, you want it? I'll pick you. I'm serious. If you want to go, anyway, we'll talk about it afterwards. All right, back to your favorites because I want to get in as many of your thoughts as possible. What's next? How about if we wind up going out to the Conference USA tournament? Because I mean, that one is relatively close with regards to the betting board as well. And I find this to be really intriguing in that you got pretty much two games going on at the same time on the same court. UAB finds themselves right now a seven-point favorite. This is one up from the open of five and a half. So we've seen a relative line move here. And I do think that it is a correct line move. It's a UAB bunch that I said more around a nine-point favorite against Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic is a team that is relatively inconsistent when they do wind up getting away from home, scoring about 10 points per 100 possessions basis, lower than when they are at home. Meanwhile, UAB, they're in the top 30 in terms of both offensive and defensive efficiency, the amount of points that you score and allow on a per possession basis. And with UAB, got a guy by the name of Trey Jamison. He's a seven-footer that's able to give you a block and a half per contest, came in from Clemson. And with UAB as well, they generate right around 10 steals per contest in terms of turnovers on a per possession possession basis top 20 in all of college basketball for Atlantic has one guy that's able to give you more than five rebounds per game that would be Elijah Mitchell Mitchell's been able to do a relatively solid job for the team but past that you don't have anything down low and you've got a UAB team that they do have that seven footer in Jamison who's able to do a solid job so I'm willing to lay the points when it comes to UAB and then also out there in conference USA I think the biggest note is that you need to take note of whether or not Josh Jefferson is going to play for Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee, when he's been out there on the court, have covered over 80% of their games, and he is their top scorer, a guy that's able to give you 16 points per contest. In the two games that he is not wound up playing, they have not been able to cover those games. They have not been able to win the game outright. If Jefferson is a go, I'm willing to lay up to four here with Middle Tennessee right now. I'm seeing there are a number more around two, two and a half without Josh Jefferson. I don't know if Middle Tennessee is able to win this game outright. He literally is worth three and a half points to the line for me. So I think that that's a big one to take note of whether or not Josh Jefferson winds up playing because if he goes willing to lay with Middle Tennessee, if he doesn't, I think UTEP has some value on the money line. Greg, if, if betting weren't a thing and you're just watching as a fan, what's the game you're most looking forward to sitting down and watching today? Villanova versus St. John's. I mean, you've got St. John's playing at the Garden. You've got a Villanova team that I think that they've got a shot to be able to make a nice run of things. I mean, it's a Villanova team that they rank outside the top 300 with the possessions frame. So they really look to slow things down. St. John's, they play with their hair on fire. Last time these two teams wound up playing at the Garden, it was 75 to 69. Villanova was able to get the job done. So you're noticing that the line is very close to that. Once again, it is a spot in which I wanted saying Villanova is more around a five and a half point favorite. So if you wind up getting up north of six, do think that there's a little bit of value here with St. John's. But when it comes to this Villanova team, they've really been able to do a good job of being able to hit their free throws. 82.6% at the free line. Not a single other team in college basketball shooting above 81% at the free line. So these guys have been very solid with that aspect. But I do think that it's a case in which you are going to be able to have Villanova be able to get a little bit more of their tempo. I wound up saying my total at 145 and a half. But just seeing the fans out there at the Garden 
come out in droves for a St. John's team that they need everyone humanly possible to try to get the NCAA tournament against a Villanova team that has a chance to be able to make a run into the Elite Eight and Final Four, I think it's going to be great theater. Love it. All right, and then 30 seconds, one last bonus pick for anybody real quick. How about if we wind up going with this Virginia versus North Carolina game? Virginia has really been able to find a little bit more of their defense. North Carolina, a team that really doesn't guard a soul, but at the same time, if you wind up missing your first shot, you're not getting a second one, top five in all of college basketball in terms of defensive rebound rate. Set my total at a 129.5, so I'm taking a look at the under as I want up seeing this open up north of 130 with regards to the total. Greg, you're the greatest, man. I appreciate that. At GUnit underscore 81, the great Greg Peterson, host of the Greg Peterson Experience. Thank you, sir. Gil, it's a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Greg Peterson, everybody. I'm going to call Greg later. He's going to be like, I don't want to go that damn game with you, Gil. <laughs> it's good. It's going to be like, I was just playing around all the air, man. Uh, we have six tennis picks coming up. We went one and two yesterday. Six more to come. Will Hill next. Numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet on more than the final score with one game parlay at BetMGM. One game Jeff Parlay is designed to help you make selections within a single game from over 400 bet types, including team and player props. Log into your BetMGM account, create your best parlay before the game starts. New to BetMGM, sign up today and make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000 with bonus code VSIN1000+. You'll earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps for rooms, restaurants, and more at over 20. That's over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. Try one game parlay today. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer all promotions subject to qualification or eligibility or and eligibility requirements, I should say. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional uh, Promotional offer not available in Nevada and Mississippi. And one game parlay is not available in old D.C., Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia. Skill Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, we have an NFL note to share. Yeah, a little bit of a surprising one, actually, out of Nashville here, Gil. Uh-oh. Uh, the Titans are releasing Roger Saffold. Hmm. So one of those key cogs, again, he's dealt with injuries these last few years, uh, would be going into his final year of that $44 million contract he signed. So Tennessee got... Uh, just letting Saffold go. Well, that's gonna. We're gonna see a few of those that we're that we're not gonna expect around the league. Uh, Saffold, uh, one of their key cogs on the offensive line, so no longer with the team. Just outright release right there. Um, we get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate all the uh, the feedback from everybody. This is from this is from uh, the Better Life. Tim Lawson. Uh, what's the over-under on teams dealing quarterbacks only to end up in a worse situation this offseason? Well, we got one. Chalk one up on the board. That's for sure. Well, two if you're counting Seattle also, I guess. A whole bunch, man. It's going to be a whole bunch. What would you say it is? I'll say five and a half. I'll barely take under. Okay. Uh, seven, ten picks. Love seeing G-Unit. Greg Peterson on the show. Uh, have action on Michigan. Great slate today. This is from uh, Ali. Interesting comment on Hideki Matsuyama. 
uh, considering he withdrew this morning with the lingering back injury per the PGA Tour. I think she's. I, I think he. I believe Ali is a he or she. I'm not sure because there's a both a man and woman in the uh, in the photo. Um, yeah, because because we were talking on on primetime action last night that he had a neck issue, and so the word was today that he withdrew because just be, by the way, just before the tournament started with a back issue. Was that the official word from Hideki? Um, by the way, we should probably update the uh, the leaderboard there at the uh, TPC. Golf's de facto fifth major. Um, the Players' Championship right now. Let's see what the leaderboard shows us. Did you get a leaderboard up there, Jeffrey? I'm having trouble calling it's, it. It's uh, Kramer Hickok, Harold Varner, Lil Zalatoris, Patrick Reed, Tommy Fleetwood, Abraham Answer, all tied at three under. There Ex- you go. Extremely early stages. That's very early. Of the Players' Championship. Let's bring in Will Hill. He is the host of the New York City cast. Wherever podcasts are distributed and available, you can find him on that. And, of course, you can find him on the Twitter machine at not the Will Hill. It's Will Hill, everybody. How you doing, Will? What's up, boys? How's it going? Uh, as you know, Gil, I'm a huge fan of the show, and you and Jeffrey, uh, you oversold the Roger, Roger Saffold a little bit. I thought Tannehill was getting released or Henry was getting traded. I mean, Listen, here's I don't what, have any Roger Saffold notes, so I, I don't have any. I know he's from Indiana, I think. I, I do know that. Here's what sure. happens. Uh, so I'm about to do something, and then in my ear, Jeff goes, oh, we, we got some. He's like, you got some NFL news, right? So I just trust Jeff. Jeff has probably got, what What would you say, like a, a 900 batting average on this stuff? And, you know, once every, once every 10, he kind of, you know, maybe oversells. Would you say 875 so? now? 875. It's, Man, it drops quickly. Tough when crowd. It drops quickly when you're that that kind of success rate, though. You know how it goes. Is Jeffrey feeling better? I was. I know Jeff was a little sick. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm much better. Thank you, Will. Much, okay. much better. What did we determine it was? What ailment did we, we determine no, it was? We still don't know. Mystery illness oh, yes. is all we'll say. Will. Non-COVID illness. That's that's the best yeah. I can go with. Yeah, he's okay. Um, all right, you just bring up baseball. They canceled more series yesterday. Yeah. The players are saying you didn't need to cancel any more games. But they did. So April 14th now is the earliest we can play baseball. Have you made any bets? Uh, I bet the Mets before, or right before they got Scherzer. Uh, that's about it. I, I don't have any interest. Again, I'm, I'm, I don't want to look at it because I get so excited looking at it. Me I don't want to get my hopes up and then, you know, not have it come or not have it come for a while. Uh, I'll come around to it. H- haven't really gotten a whole lot yet. I, there's so much college basketball on. We got NBA's pretty good. If we get it back May 15th, we'll all be okay. It's frustrating. It's annoying, but, you know, it'll be all right. NBA. Think about it. Two years ago today, two years ago today, the sports world shut down. So, Bruh. you know, we all survived March through July with no sports. We can miss a month of baseball. We'll be all right. Jeff Parlay and I were on the front lines. We were on air when all it came down. Like, we we played back on the one-year anniversary. We played back our show, like a lot of clips from the previous year, like morbid highlights from the year before. And there's stuff like you didn't for, you could you forgot about like Jeff's like and now the NHL has decided like stuff yeah. like I was like oh wow that happened too, and then of course DePaul and St. John's played their half of basketball and by the time we got out here they were like yeah get off the court kids apparently the and world's think, shutting down, and I think Matsuyama had the first round lead that day and there was controversy over whether they would pay that out because some people didn't finish their round am I remembering that at right the, at the players yes yeah that's right. Two NBA games tonight, Brooklyn Nets and the Sixers. Obviously, Ben Simmons, big return to Philadelphia on the bench. Uh, Philadelphia favored by four and a half. And the Golden State, the Nuggets, with the uh, Dubs favored by one and a half on the road against the great Nikola Jokic, who did it again in the box score. My God. Um, so you have your two MVP candidates, basically, one in each of these games at Embiid and Jokic. Any plays on either of these? 
Yeah, I took the over for the Sixers Nets game, but that's moving up. It opened 229 all the way up to 234 and a half. This Nets team, uh, with especially without Simmons, is just a little small. They have a hard time defending. Sixers have been a machine on offense. They just live at the free throw line. Uh, I, as someone who holds the Sixers uh, future ticket, I hope we don't see this in the first round, but this would be a hell of a playoff series if we see these two teams. So uh, I, I do like the over. I'm on the over. I think I got it at 231. So. Uh, I lean Sixers in the game. I never like laying too many points against Durant. I would lean Sixers. Um, I'm curious what Maxi's prop is because Maxi, uh, who I think Ryan Rothstein, I just talked, he's 17 and a half, something like that. That could be one to look at. Uh, should be a fun game, though. All right. College hoops. What you got? The floor is yours. What do you like best today? Boy, are there any games on today? No. Uh, my goodness. Oh, my. Um, Start, I actually like St. John's. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. They yeah. Start, What's know. that? Toledo and Akron mm-hmm. or something? Mac, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. And it'll go to about 1.30 in the morning. Uh, I like St. John's. I think they get after you defensively. That game is in the garden. It's a, it'll be a tough atmosphere for Villanova. St. John's, if they had a couple different games go uh, you know, their way instead of the other way, they'd be kind of sniffing around an at-large bid. This St. John's team's kind of underrated. Again, they pressure you on defense, and that's one thing I think you can bother Gillespie with pressure a little bit. So I, I look for a closer game here. I like the same, uh, the Johnny's plus six and a half for, for the starter. Johnny's, Big East, plus six and a half. By the way, who you can tell us who's going to win that tournament? My goodness. Yeah, Georgetown was game last night, too. I, I mean, thought I give them they a lot were going to win, man. I was like, too. is George? I was in the middle of texting with Stanko. I'm like, wait, is Georgetown winning? Next thing I do, they were down already. And they draw up that play. The kid goes under the basket, and he throws it basically into the third row. That was a, a frustrating <laughs> end. Yeah, that was a tough one. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, all right, what else you got here? What other picks you got? Uh, I like Wyoming. I just think I think Wyoming's a dangerous team. I don't know if they'll get in. You never know with these smaller teams how the committee's going to view them. But I I just like the two guys, Ek and Maldonado. I think Golden's a really good coach. They didn't play well at the end of the year, but I think they got to run into this tournament. I wouldn't be shocked if they won the Mountain West Conference tournament. This is the best. I think day they're of- seven seven to one, eight to one. Yeah, what were we gonna say? No, I was gonna say this is the best day of the year because you just throw it to people. They got like bevy of picks. So you like Wyoming here. I do like Wyoming. Uh, man, you're right. There's just so many games. I feel like it's backloaded a little bit. Usually some of these smaller conferences are in that first week of March. We've got so many. It's overwhelming how many games you got 18, from now, Friday. 18 yeah, conferences crazy. in play today. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. By the way, wow. of, of all, I asked this of everybody. I haven't had a chance to ask you you this, but of all the auto bids, and Colgate got the last, uh, the most recent auto bid last night with the Patriot League, where they were crushing Navy. The Navy made this unbelievable run. They, I think it was like a sixteen and 16 to nothing run. Got close, and then Colgate rolled them. Which which of the teams that have already gotten auto bids do you think is the has the biggest giant killer potential? Can't even count Murray State because they would have gotten in anyway. I'll say Chattanooga. They got a good play in, in, player in Malachi Smith. They run you off the three point line. Boy, that was a hell of a game the other night against Furman. I oh, almost man. deserved to lose. I don't know how you don't foul there. You're up three. The other team's in the – Furman's in the one and one. There's 10 seconds left. They're dribbling around. Just foul them. They almost deserve to lose. I don't even know Boy. if I can blame him for not fouling because uh, Baptiste was uh, – he was uh, – Jean-Baptiste, he was like like going against his grain. There was only 4.3 seconds left. Like he was in the corner trapped, and I'm like – no, I mean before regulation. Oh, in regulation before, yeah, when they're yeah, up yeah, three. Yeah, 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 that's the true. Three to put but in you, overtime. But you know what? That was weird too, because it was like this long possession where they were trying to time when they should foul him, and it was just such a yeah. bad possession. And then, he, uh, just, yeah. Bonus pick, thirty what a seconds. Shot, though. One what more bonus. Oh, incredible! Go. Bonus pick, thirty seconds. What do you got? 
Uh, I'll take Indiana plus the three. I know the movement's gone the other way here, but Michigan just doesn't defend well enough for me. I'll go against the green here. I'll take the three here with the Hoosiers. Okay, there it is. Full day of college basketball. Were you watching at your house? Yeah. I'm watching at home. I need more TVs. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's more TVs. Get him some help. Thank you, Will. Enjoy the day at not the Will right, Hill. Will Hill, the host of the New York City cast right here, uh, part of the VEASAN Podcast Network. Unscripted with the crack man. Tennis picks. Jeff might have some college hoops picks as well. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. 